Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Michelle Ander. Hello. And Justin Cummings. Hello, Internet. Today, uh, you heard right, that's new Steven Universe <laughs> episodes, not the Justin part. But yeah, Steven Universe we're talking about, uh, finally. Uh, the, the hiatus is, o- is over. Um, the Yay. longest Steven Universe hiatus has finally come to an end here on November 10th. Cartoon Network released six uh, episodes on their app slash website. And uh, today we'll be marathoning, marathon podcasting them here at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, we'll be covering all six episodes in either one or two uh, episode per podcast form. Um, so, uh, presumably you're probably listening to this after we've already finished recording all of them. So you can check all of them out at, uh, overlyanimated.com. But if you're listening and they're not all out yet, they will be soon, uh, or search for overly animated Steven Universe on iTunes, uh, and subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our Steven Universe episode discussions. Um, so yeah, uh, today we're talking in this podcast, the first two episodes, uh, Dewey Wins and Raising the Barn. Um, these are, the, the order may be kind of unclear on the app, so, uh, these are the first two. Dewey wins, Raising the Barn, and, uh, we're getting into these, but not the future episodes yet. So, spoilers for Dewey wins and Raising the Barn, make sure you've seen these two. Uh, but let's, let's get into things. Delaney, uh, Steven Universe is back, uh, thoughts, and, uh, also thoughts on these two episodes. Woo, of course I'm excited that Steven's back. Like, it's like one of the best shows ever, and I'm always excited. And I was about to start watching, and my girlfriend was like, you're watching without me? She yells Aww. from the shower. So <laughs> I just got in trouble, but it's She's fine. good hearing. Um, she's, um, so hype, Steven's back. I wasn't really that impressed with these two episodes, to be honest. It was a little bit of a letdown. At least Dewey Wins was like, I mean, I'm, like, I'm pleased that Dewey Wins is that we're dealing with consequences of Steven being in space. I don't really appreciate like Stephen being so dumb about it, though I understand mm. why he's being dumb about it. He's a fourteen. He's fourteen, and he's stupid. Is he fourteen? I don't remember anymore yeah. how old yeah. he is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like it's fine. Um, the Connie stuff, I like feel deep in my soul. Uh, I definitely think that uh, raising the barn is like the stronger episode. We get pumpkin Lapidot's always the best. Um, I am sad that Lapis is leaving. I'm not shocked about it. I do think these episodes, like these episodes, are not like narratively interesting. There's not like too much going on, but they were okay. Like I think they were fine. Like I don't think they were like horrible. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, a te- tepid response from Delaney. But let's see, let's see what our other panel the panelists yes. think about it. Yeah, the, yes, okay, confirmed. Uh, Michelle, thoughts on Dewey wins and raising the barn? I cannot believe that my prayers have been answered. We finally got Nanafwa for more than a hot second. <laughs> Naf was like my favorite townsperson, and the fact that she was running made me really, really happy. And it also, like, I don't know. <sighs> Nanafwa won, and like the line Dewey gives me, like, well, like, she's more qualified. Like, she should win. I was like, oh, if only real life were like this. <laughs> if only show. <laughs> but it, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, Stephen was being kind of dumb. And the fact that it took him, like, helping Dewey's campaign to realize, oh, like, this is how Connie must feel. It's like, yeah, but it's not the same. It's kind of, I think it's more a big deal what's going on with you and Connie, Steven. But that he came to the conclusion that, like, he just needs to give her space was good. 
Um, Raising the Barn, I agree with Delaney. I thought that was the better of the two. Seeing Lapis and Paradon again was great because we haven't seen them in forever. So it was great seeing them have focus and seeing more pumpkin again is always really nice. Um, I'm really curious what's like where Lapis is going to go. And the fact that she took the whole barn with her, I thought was actually pretty funny. But yeah, I don't know. It I I liked both of them, but like, yeah, I, I assumed Steven was gonna like have a sit-down talk with the gems and they were gonna form a plan about getting Lars back, but like to have Steven just kind of hang out with Dewey for a while and help his campaign seems really weird right now, given like the high stakes of the diamonds being after him and everything. I mean, Lapis took it really seriously, but Steven doesn't seem too concerned yet. And I don't know, I feel like maybe this is leading to something bigger. But as of now, I feel a little underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good point. Lapis seems to be the only one concerned with uh, Stephen having betrayed the two diamonds. Yeah, as soon as she found out, she's like, "We, I, I am leaving. I'm not doing this again." She's just out. Yeah, it's very. I mean, episode two is pretty. Uh, it, it's it's a big character episode, but two pretty chill chill plot episodes considering the the stakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see if that is. Also, Sadie's the only one who actually has the normal human response to yeah. Lars died and is now pink. Yeah. She's like, well, Lacey's kind of alive. Yeah. We don't even get to hear Steven say that. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, yes. Yeah, I'm glad we we got Sadie's reaction at least. But yeah. Okay. Um, so, Justin, uh, thoughts on Dewey Wins and Raising the Barn? So, I actually really like Dewey Wins because this is what I wanted. Because I know a lot of people are like anti Dewey, but I love the episode Political Power. And so when I saw we were getting another Dewey episode, I'm like, this is what we need. Because whenever Steven hangs out with Dewey, it gives us really interesting character moments. And it does turn out pretty nice. And yeah, it would have been nice to focus on Lars immediately. But I'm glad Steven did kind of figure out what was up. And yeah, it took Dewey for him to figure that out. But... Again, he is young, and he is still learning. And what I really like, though, is that this wasn't like full disclosure. You know, we didn't immediately resolve everything. We're still waiting for Connie's response. Connie Mm -hmm. hasn't just forgiven him because he made the decision. I think both these episodes were kind of about just because you make the mature decision doesn't mean things immediately resolve. And that's a really hard lesson to learn because it's like, you're encouraged to be mature so that things work out and then they don't. And it's like, well, what's the point? And that, and being mature for the sake of, for the sake of yourself and doing the right thing is, is a tough concept for a lot of people. And it's something that takes a lot of commitment and to see both of these episodes focus on that and the end of raising the barn where, you know, Paradox laying in the bathtub defeated in her new little bed, and Steven's looking at his blank list of missed calls. It's just like they both ultimately did the right thing, but here they are. And it's just, I am sad. I am sad. What, sad. So what are you sad about? Is it the, uh, the, the Steven Connie drama or Lapis leaving? A little bit of both. And that like, you know, here, like even in perfect little beach city world, just because you do the right thing, good things don't always happen. And it's like, well, real life sucks even more. Like we don't even have Nana as mayor. So like, yeah, our world must really suck. And it's like, 
why should I do anything? Why should I get out of bed today? I'm just going to lay here and cry. <laughs> well, the, the bomb's not over. Maybe it'll yeah, get better. just two episodes in. But yeah. yeah, I think it's a it's a good point. Justin, so far, is, uh, picking up on the recurring plot thread between these two episodes is definitely the uh, the Stephen Connie drama. And like, uh, we'll see if this continues past these two, but past bombs recently have always had kind of a recurring thread through them. Um, and, uh, at least these two episodes are tied with, uh, you know, Connie, Connie not recall returning Steven's texts and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty depressing start <laughs> to, to this bomb here. Uh, I don't, I mean, like, yeah, Steven does, uh, eventually he wants to apologize to Connie and stuff, but, um, at least we're giving stakes to the fact that he was being really annoying the past yeah. uh, few months on the show. So, uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, the, the, the big event here is Lapis leaving. Um, La- Lapis is my favorite. And uh, is she just gone now? <laughs> like, what are, what are we doing here? Uh, she just she just took off uh, raising raising the barn. And uh, I, I'm, I'm worried that Lapis will not be on the show much anymore. That, that's that's a big concern for me. Um, but yeah, I, I thought raising the barn was a good episode. Um, lap, it's must some much, a much needed Lapidot episode, even though it's not like nearly as much of a highlight as a ton of past Lapidot eps. Uh, and, uh, Dewey wins was fine, but unexciting basically would be, it would be my take on these two. <laughs> it was, you know, I, I, there's not, there's not a lot there in Dewey wins to, to talk about, but, um, and to be honest, both of these, not, not the most to talk about, but, um, I think the, these, these two, uh, these two big, the big events are Lapis leaving, uh, Connie upset at Steven. Um, I guess let's, let's start on the second episode with, with Lapis being gone. Um, you know, my question is, uh, is potentially like, uh, you know, how permanent is this? Because I, to me, this made a lot of sense with Lapis's character. So I guess first, what did you think of her reaction, uh, Lapis, uh, to, to this, to the news that Steven was with the diamonds, Michelle? I think it made a lot of sense. And it was interesting that she seemed way more concerned about Blue Diamond than, like, both the Diamonds. She's like, you saw Blue Diamond? Oh, she's gonna... She knows that you ran away from her? She was just, like, immediately terrified. And I feel like that speaks volumes to the fact that she was very involved in the first war. And we didn't really get to see the Gem's reaction, but it might have been very similar, at least. Like, Pearl and Garnet's reaction could have been very similar to when Stephen broke the news to them. And for the brief moment when he's, like, walking out of the house, he's like, I'll be fine. Like, they do look really concerned, especially Pearl. So I think it just, like, it kind of speaks to how much power and how dangerous the diamonds are in a way that Stephen can't fully comprehend yet. So I think it makes a lot of sense that she's so terrified. And given what she's already been through, the fact that she is like Audi so immediately after and does not want to consider staying to fight, I think that makes so much sense for her character. So I'm I'm sad she left, but I think like it would have made more sense for her to do this than to stay for the sake of just like Peridot or, you know, Steven. Did you say she's Audi? Yeah, like Audi or at like uh um like in Step Brothers and they say I'm Audi five thousand, bro. Like uh like the car. I don't like, know what that is. Like uh, what do you? <laughs> what is that? Okay, uh, it, it's okay, but uh, yeah, what do you mean the uh, just Peridot? Uh, like uh, this is well, I mean, are you the Lapidot is strong, Michelle? Come yeah, on, the Lapidot is very strong. Yeah, but Lapis is still her own person, and she's still she's still saying she's not willing to compromise and i think that's true of a lot of people and she can still care a lot about peridot but be very firm about this decision for her own preservation 
being trapped for thousands of years does things to you. Right. I think it's understandable. Yeah, that's the part I liked about this was that this, yeah. uh, the, the lapis reaction really gave credence to the backstory that we'd gotten from her. Um, it yeah, was, it, it, was, it makes so much sense given everything we've known about lapis up to this point. Yeah, I, th- I think it may. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree, and it um it like gave weight to, to the characterization we've done with lapis. Um, yeah, Delaney, do you th- what do you think of lapis leaving? Like, do you think her re- reaction was um realistic given the show, and do you think she's just gone now? I mean, I definitely think it was realistic given the show. Like everything we know about Lapis, she wouldn't want to stay. Like, I think like the terror at like you talk to the diamonds and all that, and now they're coming for us was very realistic. And like, I'm really glad that they did it because I think we have sometimes we don't do the best stuff with Lapis. Like, and kind of let her fall to the wayside, and we kind of forget like all the trauma she's endured. Like the only character who really remembers is Peridot, and um, so I definitely think it was realistic. Um, I don't think she's gone forever. I do think, like, eventually Lapis might come back, or, I mean, unfortunately, I think there's a good chance Lapis might get caught. Uh. Or Oh, yeah, true. Or the diamonds, like, kind of encounter Lapis, but they don't care about her, and they just kind of move on, and that's when Lapis kind of realizes that, like, you know, kind of in this awful way that, like, her trauma was awful of what happened to her, but, like, she's just, like, she's not really a big deal like in the scheme of what they have plans for for earth and for steven and that's when lapis is like i gotta go back like i think she'll be back like i don't it's lapis loves steven and everybody too much (laughs) but i do i am i am like curious as to how it's gonna play out because we don't want to like not give credence to her trauma and like what she's been through but then also like we don't want her to be gone forever that'd be sad we like her a lot Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. On one hand, uh, Lapis leaving just is realistic given her uh, the history that she has with Homeworld. On the other hand, she really does love Steven and Peridot. So, uh, Justin, do you think uh, do you think one of these two will win out eventually on the show? I think. See, I don't want to see her get captured just because we've already had that plot. Yeah. I don't want it a second time. I'd rather her come back on her own accord. Or Dylan, you're gonna kill me. We haven't had anyone betray the team yet. I would not mind seeing Lapis kind of turn inside of Homeworld for self-preservation. I mean, I feel like no. I feel like that's a familiar beat with this character. Um, I feel like this was like original Lapis, but we haven't seen that happen. We've seen her get captured. We haven't seen her willingly turn herself over inside of them. Yeah. Do you think that would fit with with the the building? You know, do you think that would just go against the buildup we've had with the Lapidot and the Lapis <sighs> Steven buildup? It, see, it depends on where they're going with the character. Because honestly, like, they could have it be like ultimately her fear of the diamonds wins out. She decides that the only way to protect herself is to be with the diamonds. Uh, but yeah, if they're gonna go with you know, so it depends on what's gonna live at, win out, fear or love. And I don't know because I don't know what direction the show wants to take her character in. If love wins out, she's going to come back eventually. If fear wins out, she might turn inside with the diamonds. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's possible that um, she'd just be afraid of Blue Diamond's reaction so much that she'd just go back to her. Yeah, I, I think it's probably on the table. What's your read on, uh, Justin, on uh, how soon she'll be seen again on the show? Um, I doubt this Bob. Um, probably the next one, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what direction we're going in. If we go to Homeworld soon, maybe. Like, that's my thought is we're going to go to Homeworld at some point to see Lars and 
we're going to run into Lapis on Homeworld. We think she's a friend and she's not. That's that's my read of the most probable situation, just thinking what hasn't happened yet. But I kind of want her to stay away for a little bit because I want to see Peridot living with the gems a bit longer. Yeah, me too, honestly. Like, I'm that's really excited dynamic. for new Peridot, like this Peridot, to be living with the gems. Yeah, new new Peridot staying in the bathroom once again. Uh, you're hyped for that, mm-hmm. Michelle? Yeah, because the, her her last time was very short-lived. <clears throat> she was very hostile towards the gem. So I think this will be a new interesting dynamic between her and everyone else in the house. And I do honestly think Lapis needs some time to like make a decision herself, whatever it is. I don't think she's going back to Homeworld. It seemed like she wanted to go to another unknown planet to kind of like keep a low profile so a third option could be not that she sides with the diamonds but that she just kind of like stays out of the way and doesn't interfere at all with anyone which yeah that, that's the, <laughs> yeah, that's the she, scenario yeah. i'm worried about because would we just show her on a random planet i think probably not probably not and what else could i mean she could be intercepted but again i agree with justin i wouldn't want her to be captured again because ugh, it's just, I just, Lapis, given Lapis's history, I just feel like that would just be really awful to happen anymore. So, yeah, I really don't know what's going to happen. She could just decide to come back, but she would need a really good reason, something to change her mind. So, her, I think she just needs time you know, at this maybe point. her love for a paradox. She needs to think about it more than, but right now, she's just like, one track mind, gotta go, gotta yeah. go, get the barn out. So What if... <laughs> What if she catches wind that the diamonds are going to shatter Peridot? Because, I mean, it's been a recurring theme of Peridot thinks the diamonds are going to get her. No, they really don't care, actually. So what if finally they do care and they do go after Peridot and Lapis catches wind of this? Maybe. Honestly, I liked Peridot's reason for her to stay more than just that she loves Peridot. Peridot was all about, oh, we, we should fight. I think we can win. We can stop this instead of just running away, which makes it like more than just about their relationship. It's about taking a stand and trying to like have some control over the situation, which I think is like the best reason. And if Lapis can come to think of it that way, I wouldn't want Peridot to just be in mortal danger for her to change her mind, you know? I feel like there's a better way to get Lapis back. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I do think Lapis might come back if she learned that Steve and her Peridot were in direct danger. I mean, probably she would, but I just, I don't think we need to do that to get her to come back. Yeah. I think that's like a last resort. Yeah, it, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, but for now, Lapidot dead delaney are you are you what, what's your take on this this potential end of the lapidot i don't think lapidot's dead they're just separated right now it's yeah. okay yeah like it's not over lapidot's not over until one of them's dead and even then it's not over because <laughs> it will always live in our hearts is that why <laughs> no because the other one will be sad forever okay. and we'll all be yeah. sad Aww. forever the Amadon shippers slowly rise back oh, from the God. grave, Stop and we come Amadon. back to take our oh. rightful place. Not, not now, Justin. This is a Lapidot. <laughs> not now. <laughs> um, Give me an hour, and I have a, I have a feeling. I just, I know it in my heart. Okay, we'll see. Um, but uh, here's my take at the on the end of Lapidot here, and then uh, Delaney, tell me whether you agree or not. I feel like this is a real, a realistic. Um, 
kind of uh, snag in their relationship, given uh, the issues that they address at the end, which is that um, Peridot had, had always just been catering to Lapis's um, uh, emotional needs without being honest herself. And she's just been mm-hmm. very, very like stepping around uh, Lapis. And of course, it's a good thing to try to not like trigger any of Lapis's um, previous uh, experiences and stuff like that. But I think Peridot was like number one concern was just make Lapis happy. And uh, there's definitely an element of honesty that was missing from uh, from their relationship. So I feel like this is a realistic, uh, uh, you know, uh, thing that La- that uh, Lapis and Peridot have to work through. What do you think, Delaney? I mean, I definitely agree with that. Um, this is actually something like I have gone through in my own personal, like in my own personal life. Like when you like, I mean, in, you know, in essence, Lapis has a mental illness. Like she like she's struggling through trauma and PTSD. And there's that, you know, you want to take care of them. But then you also like you have to take care of yourself. And so, I mean, they're showing definitely like this kind of this very adult situation. It's also, and also, I think we're also fun, we're going to the fundamentals of like we love Lapidot, but also that ultimately Lapidot may never work out simply because Peridot and Lapis are just two very different people. Lapis doesn't really care about Earth; she cares about Stephen and Peridot. But she, the gems can like go do whatever; she doesn't care. Um, they had to make her stay on Earth; she doesn't really want to stay. And, you know, Peridot loves everything about Earth. And, like, Peridot's kind of like the 100% Steven convert, and Lapis is not. Lapis is honestly the foil to Peridot, and that's kind of, like, where they're at. And I think this is a lot of this was, I think you're right, they're exposing a lot of, like, the issues in, like, their relationship. Yeah. So you just had the goofy fun stuff, but this is like the actual like what's going on. Right. Yeah. We, That's we, a good point. Yeah. We gotten so much of the the Lapidot comedy and uh, fluff that uh, maybe we needed some some of the get into their actual relationship issues here. Yeah. Michelle, our you're at chapter twenty five in the fit. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. They're finally fast. there. Basically, basically, it's just been a fic every five episodes though <laughs> with with the two of them. Um, yeah, Michelle, do you think uh, what Delaney said are they are they just too different, uh, Lapis and Peridot? be together i mean this could be the thing that like confirms or denies that then they're reaching a point where like something's gotta give and it seems like what gave us lapis could not like compromise this decision to leave that could be the thing that breaks them up or it could not and that's why i think like regardless of what happens lapis needs some time to think about like what her priorities are and you know what matters the most to her because it seems pretty clear what matters the most to her right now is just to be safe in a Same way thing for that, Peridot, though, yeah, too. exactly. And both of them think about it in different ways. And I do agree with Delaney that they are like <laughs> they're very opposite people. And I was honestly very surprised as the show unfolded of them living together and both being like making meat morphs together and being like really goofy because I never thought Lapis could be really goofy given everything we've seen of her. But I mean that her trauma is like one side. It's a big part of her, but it is one side. And I like the idea that Peridot can kind of make her more silly and get her excited about camp pining hearts. And but like it, it's true. Is that enough? Is are those things enough to keep them together? I do I do feel Lapis on the level that you you want people to be respectful of things that bother you, but you also want people to be real with you. You don't want people to walk on eggshells around you. You want to have that level of honesty. And for her to know that that was missing now is kind of a huge blow. So I think that's something that will need to be resolved also if they're going to work out in the long term. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think it's just a great note for the show to hit at this point. Although I will say, I think that it was not given a lot of time. It, that it, no, yeah, it was just kind of very fast at the end of this episode. So while I like the direction for this, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily know if the episode itself was presenting it in an incredible way. Um, agree or disagree, Justin? I agree. I think that they kind of rushed the ending a little bit, but at the same time. Sometimes that's how life works, you know. Things just happen mm. very fast, and it's like, you know, you're you're just a little too late, too little, too late, and it sucks. But you just got to move forward, and I think that's what Paradox's gonna do. Yeah, yeah, definitely, probably gonna get into uh, Paradox's emotional state now post post Lapis, but um, you know, I bring bring Lapis back. I'm already ready. <laughs> Come on, let's 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 do it. Uh, other other things in this episode. Um, uh, well, I guess the, the the part of the climax, I feel like that's where most uh, most quotable is Peridot uh, after she, uh, you know, says you want to she wants to stay and fight for Earth. She says, uh, you're supposed to reward me for my emotional honesty. <laughs> oh, that's such a Peridot line. <laughs> it was pretty great. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, pretty meta. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. It... Peridot's very self-aware about things. We forget that sometimes, but she really is. Yeah, she just she's textbook learned all these uh yeah. <laughs> all these things. So that, that's like this is how this works now. Yep. Um but yeah, La- yeah, Lapis uh yeah, she says she doesn't say things that would upset Lapis. Um wants to stay and fight for Earth. Um but Lapis just takes the barn and leaves. So yep. There there you go. Uh, uh pumpkin's really cute for the record. Yeah, yeah pumpkin really uh her. Did we know the pumpkin was a her before the yeah. show? Okay. Yeah, yes. I, I think so, I yeah. Don't, I didn't remember I that. Every episode, yeah. and then they remind me the pumpkin is a her. Yeah. Um, yeah, pumpkin great here. So that, that, that's good. Uh, another good paradox quote was uh, she says, "I'm a very precious gem." Um, I can't believe <laughs> that was also. I can't really believe nice. they've waited <laughs> until episode. Uh, like it took yeah. them this long. <laughs> yeah, was this the right spot for that? But yeah, I don't know. And now, and the other thing, paradox was like, uh, "Why, why, why isn't Stephen called us?" And he says, "Lapis said he was just ignoring us." Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they were in the middle of their Camp Finding Hearts season four rewatch. Um, uh, it's still still going, and that uh, Peridot says that um, if they take the barn, uh, their insta their meat morphs, uh, their installations need the context of the barn. If we move them, they'll just become performance pieces. Um, very unfortunate that Sam is not on this podcast because oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a harsh condemnation of performance art in this episode. And uh, Sam, I, I've already told Sam we, we need, need Sam's defense. Yeah, Sam, well, yeah, pro- Sam's we need a, an article from Sam. Yeah, and, uh, Stephen says performance art isn't bad; it's just misunderstood. Uh, we'll, so we'll see if we agree with that. But yeah, more more uh, art, art school jokes from from the the Lapidoth <laughs> plotline. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Onion, Onion was in this episode. Onions, onions thoughts very very bearable onion yes he didn't talk so that's or you know he doesn't talk but he didn't you know do anything so that's good also a joke they've waited a super long time to make apparently probably yeah onions yeah Yeah, is this like is this like episode three of the show like why are there these obvious jokes happening (laughs) yeah um they had like a list of all the onion jokes and they've been going through them season by season like oh which ones have we used oh i never had onion with onions that's been in the book forever we should do that yeah it's it seems like it it, it was cute. I liked him having um I liked him having Steven's hat. Yeah. yeah. He's just like from no the, comment. Uh, from the watermelon Steven episode. Yeah, and he just books it. Um Yeah. Yeah. Other other things that stood out to any of you from the episode? I I think we covered I'm, yes, yes, Justin. I'm 
I I know that we're not like super eager. Like I know the first I know no one's top of the wish list is like we need Uncle Andy back. No one wants that immediately. But I want Andy to come back and question what happened to his barn. Yeah, that's true. His bar oh, his barn's just yeah. gone now. So <laughs> I, I I'm not saying I want this like next episode, but just at some point, just casually like where where's where's the family barn? I want I want to go see it for old time's sake. Uh, oh, so what can't Lapis do? Yeah, she's so strong. She lifted Stay up in a bond. healthy relationship. Oh, wow. wow. Too soon. She's taking wow. time for herself. That is healthy. Just in bringing the shade already. Oh, my God. Just uh, pew, pew. Uh, when's Yeah, Lapis just, uh, yeah, she'd be, them without Lapis against uh, anything the diamonds bring, I feel like not that great of a chance. With Lapis. <laughs> That's they, actually true, yeah. yeah. With Lapis, I like their chances a lot more. So um, They have pumpkin. They're fine. Uh with cuteness yeah i don't know yeah maybe the diamonds never have seen anything objectively cute before really that's your take <laughs> they're gonna kill the diamonds with cuteness that is a very cat videos and they're they're wounded it's very it works yeah. for power rangers time force okay. it can work okay. here okay um the, what, so anyone think lapis will be back this bomb no no yeah not looking good but uh i'm, I'm very sad so already morning lapis on the show uh and yeah overall though i think raising the bar in good episode and uh, got into some interesting things although not you know not a pinnacle lapidot episode um let's talk dewey wins i think the main thing from this episode as discussed is the uh steven connie drama um in the beginning uh we, we'd seen this clip for like months so this was not we, we'd known this was coming uh, it's really good. Did Lion stay with Connie? Did Lion come back? We did. Uh, yeah, Connie. we did not see Lion uh, go back since he port- portaled off with Connie. Correct. Getting shaded by Connie and Lion. Mm-hmm. Now you know you've messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is Lion just staying with Connie now? Like you're concerned about Lion, <laughs> but no, I'm concerned like, of fighting the diamonds like without Lion or Lapis. Steven. Right. Lion, probably the second most powerful weapon they have. He's also not here. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Steven has just like screwed up their entire army. Yep. Yeah. Um but yeah, the the fight generally comes down to uh Steven not realizing that um he uh you know, it wasn't his decision alone to make to to the, he affected other people when he turned himself in and Connie uh you know, is, is upset with him for not realizing that uh she heard him there and uh they they walk off at the beginning and then um Steven at the end with Dewey understands uh how Connie feels. So um you know, to me, Justin, to me this felt very similar uh when I initially saw the beginning clip to the uh, full disclosure episode. Um how do you how do you think That's this how do you think this compares to the Stephen Connie drama from that? Um, this is like the biggest Stephen Connie drama I think we've gotten since then. Maybe like Sworn to the Sword, but no, this is like the biggest since full disclosure. And I like this episode. I, I like the drama here. Like, I mean, it broke my heart and ripped my soul out of my body, but at the same time, it was really good and really well executed, I thought, because Stephen is 14 and like he's had this pressure kind of put on him of like, your rose quartz and like you know we're no we know he's obsessed with like this whole magical destiny thing even though there is no magical destiny that's kind of been a recurring theme on the show and to see him kind of have to grapple with that of like no you're not special you're not the only one in charge you don't get to make these choices you're not the chosen one kind of kind of you know shows that growth and i want to know what song he was gonna sing and i want the rest of that song 
That was really funny that he didn't finish the song. Well, that was in the beginning so of Raising the Bar. But... Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know stuff's going down on the show when songs get cut off. <laughs> get interrupted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's the sign. Um yeah, Delaney, what what was your uh what was your reaction to how Connie uh reacted to Steven's action and to uh, her leaving? Um well Steven's being a dumb face, so like he deserves it. <laughs> um I'm really excited, honestly, because Connie's like Connie's become really sure of herself and like to see Connie standing up to Steven and also Connie like she's not gonna forgive him right away. Like they need to have a discussion and Connie's right. Like Connie's grown her own, like she's just a good she's just as good a fighter as Steven is. And like they you know, she's right, like Stevani, like why couldn't they like come on? Um so I think this will be a good like I think this is really great what they're doing. Um, you know, and Steven's not perfect and I think exploring this more, especially like this has been with the arc we've been on for a while. That Steven just needs to kind of crawl out of his head a little bit and talk to the people around him. So, I'm, I mean, I, this is definitely like a way bigger deal than full disclosure. <laughs> like, this is like actual drama and I'm really excited about it. And I think it's like, I mean, Connie, yeah, be mad. You deserve it, Connie. Like, Steven's being dumb. And I'm interested to see how this plays out. I'm actually not, I don't think this will be resolved, this bomb. Ooh. That's my flag in the sand. That's a long time. Right? Yeah. I think that might be what it is. I think they're really going to drag it out. Also, I low-key accidentally watched the first minute of Jimcation because the app oh. is stupid. Okay. And so, like, I I know secrets, but other than that... Wow, the rules have been reversed. Delaney's... Well, I don't it's, know if any of you have seen them, but app. I haven't seen the other ones, so I have no idea what's going to uh, happen. The app is dumb. I haven't seen any more than, like, that first minute, though, in my defense. It's just okay. a stupid app. The app if is I dumb. Can... If I can also be mad about the app for a second, it listed all six of the new episodes as season five, episode zero. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh. So that yep. so you don't you can't tell the order from it. Yeah, and oh. they list them in the weirdest order. And the thing is, when you look at season five, they're not there. You have to go to all episodes, and then they're there. And like, I like what they're doing with like, oh, we're gonna put it up early on the app. But just give them the episode number. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. That's not yeah, a big yeah. request. Cartoon Eric once again botched this release. Uh, last night, it, uh, <laughs> the episodes premiered on uh, PS View. Uh, that's oh, what? that's what they were up on first. And then they were on the website and they wouldn't play. And uh, Cartoon Eric said they'd be up at 6. Um, but they're well, obviously, this is before 6. So uh, just just all around, you know. <laughs> not great for them. But And Dylan was carefully monitoring the situation. Yeah, I, luckily, I had a plan for the episodes being up in the morning because I did not believe that 6, six, six o'clock thing um are you mad they weren't up at six because i'm not mad that we're not doing a 10 15 no, I, this podcast. is the better scenario yeah they should there's no reason to hold your online releases until a certain time at night yeah um yeah so uh michelle what's the is this is this an uh a connie steven breakup no 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 i mean i i agree with everything delaney and justin have been saying i think this is a bigger deal than um, full disclosure, because Connie has come so much farther. She, she's been training so much more. They've been at working as a unit now. So I think the disappointment that Steven wouldn't feel that she could be in on this with him is even greater now, too, as a consequence. So it is going to take a little more time for them to deal with this and have a discussion. And, and also for Connie, I mean, like Delaney was saying, like she has come a long way in terms of her own self-assuredness. Like she, for a while, she felt really bad. Like she was just a human. She couldn't do anything. And then she got trained to sword fight and she confused now. And she's, she is like a really good fighter. And I think it's a big deal to her that she's worried that Steven might think she's still like not up to 
like good enough to fight off homeworld gems and i think she is and stevani already took out jasper so yeah i can understand her frustration too i think there's a certain amount of like trust that's been broken but it can be repaired but i like with the lapis thing i think kind of needs some time i think steven needs to like understand He's starting to, like, why Connie's actually upset, even though he thought he was doing the right thing. So, yeah, they're not broken up. They're just, you know, they're having a cool-off period cool off, right now. Yeah. 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 Just, Justin, when are, the, when are uh, they reuniting? Um, By the end of this bomb. Okay. That's still, that that's still a long time, though. That's a lot of episodes. That's, it is. That's, that's, that's up to four episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm giving... I'm giving this six episodes. Because I feel for Steven so much, where you, like... You have that breakthrough and you realize what you did wrong and you're ready to apologize and you know what you need to say. You know what you did wrong and you're ready to fix it and you can't fix it yet. And you just have to wait for them to be ready to hear that you're ready. And mm-hmm. oh, that wait is just – it's killer. I, I feel for Steven. Yeah, Steven just needs to wait, right? Like this is um, yeah. Yeah, not not a, the, the right approach if he aggressively goes at this even though, yeah, you uh, definitely an understandable reaction from from steven now um yeah so we'll see i think this will be recurring so we'll talk more about the uh steven connie stuff um only other major thing from dewey wins uh mayor dewey out as mayor uh nana Fla in yay yay nana, Fla nana Fla. oh my I'm god very... i'm so happy she's gonna be the best mayor ever do you see that student though teal she's like prepared no, suit, i'm like, hyped yes this suit was so good you guys, I'm very you guys are implying that we'll see her as mayor at all. <laughs> like, yes, we will. When? when? Uh, whenever we go back to Beach City. Well, she might start like imposing kind of like rules and stuff. It would be interesting to see how that plays out. Like this actual Beach City standing up, like when the diamonds come. That'd be yeah, because kind of her whole new platform shifted to blaming Dewey to being like, we all are responsible for making our town better. So that actually is really plausible. Yeah, is Nana Fua gonna join the fight against the diamonds when they come down? <laughs> is that what's happening? Uh, totally. She's gonna yeah, like, she's gonna, gonna like she's gonna murder people. Like I'm scared mm-hmm. of her. Nana Fua's tough. Yeah. That- so we can no longer call Mayor Dewey Mayor Dewey. He's just Dewey. Yeah, what's his first yeah. name? It's just Dewey. Bill. Bill. Okay. Bill Dewey. And his son is Buck Dewey. Oh well, Buck's a way more fun name. Yeah, so he says that he needs to get a job uh, at the end of this. Uh, Is he going to fill in at the donut shop now? Yes. Oh yes, please. Him and Sadie. Yeah, that would be amazing. He'd be messing up so bad, and Sadie. I want to see this dynamic. Yeah, I would be into it. Yeah, that implies that we're seeing more Mayor Dewey, though, and I think we're fine (laughs) without him for a while. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Sadie in this episode says, "I'm basically their only employee now." About the donut shop. Yeah. Are you basically their only employee, or are you their actually their only employee? Because nobody <laughs> else shows up to work. Yeah. yeah. Is it maybe... Mr. Smiley? Uh, I don't know. Who runs Big Donut? <laughs> like, yeah, we've never seen anyone else there. But um, yeah, that that and the other one of two like lampshading, lamp, making fun of the Beach City lines. The other one was. Uh, Mary Dewey says, 12 people? That's half the town. Yeah, that was really great. We've been, I've been talking about this for years on this yeah. podcast. Now there's, I, 24 is above what how many people I thought were in this town, but it's right in the ballpark at least. Well, Greg before said at one point that the town's like 15 people, yeah. so maybe they've been growing in numbers. Yeah, maybe a new family moved in. That would yeah. account for it. For like a third of the population. Yeah, um, yeah Michelle, you liked uh, Nenefwa's speech. 
Oh, I loved everything about Nana Fua. I was just so happy to have her back. She's so good. And her speech was, like, awesome. She's very eloquent. She has a way with words. And she's really good at thinking. And, like, because Dewey had all those cards and he was useless without them. But Nana Fua, like, repurposed her speech on the fly. That's the kind of smooth-talking politician you need in Beach City. <laughs> Nana Fua delivers. I feel like it's not about whether you can, like, read from a teleprompter or memorize. I feel like that's not the the quality that we want to go on. But, yeah, she was impressive there. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if we see her implemented as uh, as as mayor. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is on the top of the plot points list. But then again, I don't know why we needed this episode. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know anything that's going to be important. So, yeah. Uh, uh, other. Yeah, I guess the Stephen. We talked about Stephen telling. um uh, Sadie about Lars haven't told haven't told Lars's parents apparently Sadie does that and yeah they just look kind of sad but they don't say anything well his his mom throws the tomato oh that's true she does throw the, the iconic tomato iconic tomato yeah well I, I thought it was amazing that Mayor Dewey didn't understand how like the internet works he's like I didn't hire any press how is this on the internet already yeah he does he doesn't, like, well, he dude, doesn't people, get it people have phones I mean it's it's easy yeah Okay, last, uh, anything else from Dewey Wins anyone wants to get into? No. Who had their phone out and was filming, though? Yeah, not clear. One of, one of the 20, one of the 24 It was people. obviously Ronaldo. <laughs> no, that would make a lot we of didn't... sense. He's always on his phone anyway, so. Yeah, we didn't see him, so. Maybe he's hiding. Yeah, he might have been hiding. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, overall, um, decent episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah, but nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing yeah they, were they were ice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Dewey wins is great, but I think raising the barn's pretty good. So, um, yep, that's that's it for our Dewey wins raising the barn discussion. Uh, we're gonna get into the next one, which is Gemcation. Uh, just that one on the next podcast. So look out for that at overlyanimated.com. Search for Overly Animated Steven Universe, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher. Subscribe to us there or YouTube to not miss anything. And uh, get in uh, get in on the conversation at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. We have a Steven Universe spoilers channel set up for now until uh, everyone's caught up. And uh, consider supporting us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Beatrice, a.k.a. Beatrice Strange, and thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, so, yep, just more Steven Universe podcast coming. Bo- bomb, uh, bomb podcast. That's what this is. That's the new format we're exploring. Bomb The cast. bomb podcast. Very reminiscent of Voltron Season 1, Delaney. <laughs> this is what's happening. Um, okay so that's all thanks for listening guys and we'll see you next time bye bye bye